Hi everyone, this is Scott Lutz. Welcome to another Bible Ring of the Day. And today, um, I would like uh, to read 1 Kings chapter 7, verses 1 through um, 51. And Solomon builds his palace as the first part of the scripture. Let's go ahead and read the scripture. And thank you for all your support. I appreciate it. May God bless you for your support towards this ministry. It took Solomon 13 years however, to complete the construction of his palace. He built the palace of the forest of Lebanon, a hundred cubits long, fifty wide and thirty high, for with four rows of cedar columns supporting trimmed cedar beams. It was roofed with cedar above the beams, the rest on the columns forty-five beams, fifteen to a row. Its windows were placed high in sets of three, facing each other. All the doorways had rectangular frames. They were in the front part in the set sets of the three, facing each other. He made a colonnade 50 cubits long and 30 wide, in front of its portico, and in front of that were pillars and an overhanging roof. He built the throne hall, the hall of justice, where he was to judge, and he covered it with cedar from floor to ceiling, and the palace in which he was to live, set farther back, was similar in design. Solomon also put, made a palace like the his, like this for Pharaoh's daughter, whom he had married. All these constructors, from the outside to the great courtyard and from the foundation to to eaves were made of blocks of high grade stone cut to size and trimmed with a saw on their inner and outer faces the foundations were laid with large stones and good quality some measuring 10 cubits and some 8 above were high grade stones cut size and cedar beams. The great courtyard was surrounded by a wall of three courses of dressed stone and one course of trimmed cedar beams, as was the inner courtyard of the temple of the Lord with its portico. The temple's furnishings. King Solomon sent to Tyre and brought Haram, whose mother was a widow from the tribe of Naphtali, and whose father was a man of Tyre and a craftsman in bronze. Haram was highly skilled and experienced in all kinds of bronze work. He came to King Solomon and did all the work assigned to him. He cast two bronze pillars, each high, each 18 cubits high and 12 cubits around by line. He also made two capitals of cast bronze to set on the tops of the pillars. Each capital was five, was five cubits high, and net, a network of interwoven chains festooned the the capitals of top of the pillars, seven for each capital. He made pomegranates in two rows, encircling each network to decorate the capitals on top of the pillars. He did the same for each capital. The capitals on top of the pillars in the portico were 
in the shape of lilies, four cubits high, on the capitals of both pillars, above the bowl-shaped part next to the network, where the 200 pomegranates in rows all around. He erected the pillars of the portico of the temple. The pillar of the south he named Jackin, and the one to the north, Boaz. The capitals on top were in the shape of lilies, and so the work of on the pillars was completed. He made the sea of cast metal, circular in shape, measuring ten cubits from rim to rim, and five cubits high. It took a line of thirty cubits to measure around it. Below the rim, gourds encircled it, ten to a cubit. The gourds were cast in two rows in one piece with the sea. The sea stood on twelve bowls, three facing north, three facing west, three facing south, and three facing east. Sea rested on top of them, and their headquarters were toward the center. It was a hand breadth in thickness, and its rim was like the rim of a cup, like a lily blossom. It held two thousand baths. He also made ten movable stands of bronze. Each was four cubits long, four wide, and three high. This is how the stands were made. They had side panels each attached to uprights. On the panels between the uprights were lions, bulls, and cherubim. And on the uprights as well, above and below the lions and bulls were wreaths of hammered work. Each stand had four bronze wheels with bronze axles, and each had a basin resting on four supports, cast with wreaths on each side. On the inside of the stand, there was an opening that had a circular frame on cubit, one cubit deep. This opening was round, and with its base work, it measured a cubit and a half. Around its opening, there was engraving. The panels of the stands were square, not round. The four wheels were not were under the panels, and the axles of the wheels were attached to the stand. The di- diameter of each wheel was a cubit and a half. The wheels were made like chariot wheels. The axles, rims, spokes, and, and hubs were all of cast metal. Each stand had four handles on one on each corner projecting from the stand. At the top of the stand there was a circular band half a cubit deep. The supports and panels were attached to the top of the stand. Engraved cherubim, lions, and palm trees on the surfaces of the supports and on the panels in every available space with wreaths all around. This is the way he made the ten stands. They were all cast in the same molds and were identical in size and shape. He then made ten bronze basins, each holding forty baths and measuring four cubits across. One basin to go on each of the of ten stands. He placed five of the stands on the south side of the temple and five on the north. He placed the sea on the south side, all the southern corner of the temple. He also made the basins and shovels and sprinkled bowls. Soharam 
Pence all the work he had undertaken for King Solomon in the temple of the Lord. The two pillars, the two bowl-shaped capitals on top of the pillars, the two sets of network decorating, two bowl-shaped capitals on top of the pillars. The 400 pomegranates for the two tent sets of network, two rows of pomegranates for each network, decorating the bowl-shaped capitals on top of the pillars. The tent stands with their ten basins, the sea and the twelve bowls under it, the pots, shovels, and sprinkling bowls. All these objects the Haram made for King Solomon for the temple of the Lord were a burnished bronze. The king had them cast in clay molds in the plain of the Jordan between Succoth and Zarathan. Solomon left all these things unweighed because there were so many the weight of the bronze was not determined. Solomon also made all the furnishings that were in the Lord's temple, the golden altar, the golden table, and which was the bread of the presence, the lampstands of pure gold, five on the right and five on the left, in front of the inner sanctuary, the gold floral work in the lamps and tongs, the pure gold basins, wick trimmers, sprinkling bowls, dishes, and censers, and the gold sockets for the doors of the innermost room, the most holy place, and also for the doors of the main hall of the temple. When all the work King Solomon had done for the temple of the Lord had finished, he brought in the things his father did. David had dedicated, the silver and gold and the furnishings, and he placed them in the treasuries of the Lord's temple. Okay, so um, let's stay tuned for the New Testament reading. Hi everyone, this is uh, now your New Testament reading of the day. This is uh, Hebrews chapter 11, verses 1 through um, 1 through 40. And by faith is a title. Let's go ahead and begin reading the scripture. Now faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. This is what the ancients were commended for. By faith we understand that the universe was formed at God's command, so that what is seen was not made out of what was visible. By faith Abel offered God a better sacrifice than Cain did. By faith he, commend, he was commended as a righteous man when God spoke well of his offerings, and by faith he still speaks even though he is dead. By faith Enoch was taken from this life so that he did not experience death. He could not be found because God has, had taken him away. For before he was taken, he was commended as one who pleased God. And without faith, it is impossible to please God. Because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. By faith Noah, when warned about things not yet seen, in holy fear built an ark to save his family. By his faith he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness that comes by faith. By faith Abraham, when called to go to a place where he would later receive as in his inheritance, obeyed and went, even though he did not know where he was going. 
By faith he made his home in the promised land, like a stranger in a foreign country. He lived in tents, as did Isaac and Jacob, who were heirs with him of the same promise. For he was looking forward to the city with foundations, whose architect and builder is God. By faith Abraham, even though he was past age and Sarah herself was barren, was enabled to become a father because he considered him faithful who had made the promise. And so from the, this one man, and he is he as good as dead, came descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and as countless as the sand on the seashore. All these people were still living by faith when they died. They did not receive the things promised. They only saw them and welcomed them from a distance, and they admitted that they were aliens and strangers on earth. People who say each things show that they are looking for a country of their own. If they had been thinking of the country they had left, they would have had opportunity to return. Instead, they were longing for a better country, a heavenly one. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared a city for them. By faith, Abraham, when God tested him, offered Isaac as a sacrifice. He who had received the promises was about to sacrifice his own, his one and only son, even though God had said to him, It is through Isaac that your offspring will be reckoned. Abraham reasoned that God could raise the dead, and figuratively speaking, he did receive Isaac back from, de from death. By faith, Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau in regarding to their future. By faith, Jacob, when he was dying, blessed each of Joseph's sons and worshipped as he leaned on top of his staff. By faith, Joseph, when his end was near, spoke about the exodus of the Israelites from Egypt and gave instructions about his bones. By faith, Moses' parents hid him for the three months after he was born because they saw he was no ordinary child, and they were not afraid of the king's edict. By faith, Moses, when he had grown up, refused to be known as the son of Pharaoh's daughter. He chose to be mistreated along with the people of God rather than enjoy the pleasures of sin for a short time. He regarded him disgrace in the sake of Christ as a greater value than the treasures of Egypt, because he was looking ahead of his reward. By faith he left Egypt, not fearing the king's anger, he preserved because he saw him who is invisible. By faith he kept the Passover and the sprinkling of blood so that the stronger so that the destroyer of the firstborn would not touch the firstborn of Israel. By faith the people passed through the Red Sea as one as on dry land. When the Egyptians tried to do so, they were drowned. By faith the walls of Jericho fell. After the people had marched around them for seven days. By faith the prostitute Rahab, because she welcomed the spies, was not killed with those who, had, who were disobedient. And who, and what more shall I say? I do not have time to tell about Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, Jephthah 
David, Samuel, and the prophets, who, though through faith conquered kingdoms, administered justice, and gained what they was promised, who shut the mouths of lions, quenched the fury of the flames, and escaped the edge of the sword, those whose weaknesses whose weakness was turned to strength, and who became powerful in battle and rooted foreign armies. Women received back their dead, raised to, to life again. Others were tortured and refused to be released so that they might gain a better resurrection. Some faced jeers and flogging, while still others were chained and put in prison. They were stoned, they were sawed in two, they were put to death by the sword, they were about they went about it about in sheepskins and goatskins, destitute, persecuted, and mistreated. The the world was not worthy of them. They wandered in the desert and met and mountains in and in caves and holes in the ground. These were all commended for their faith, yet none of them received what had been promised. God had planned something better for us, so that only together with us would they be made perfect. Let's go ahead and close in prayer. Dear God, I just praise you. I thank you for everything you've done. I ask that you um, be with us um, and help us stay the course, Lord. We will stay the course by faith. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a good day.